Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Another incoming team into the Big 12 from the Pac-12 and Arizona State having quite the run with uh, Kenny Dillingham, and we're joined by Chris Cartman from uh, SunDevilSports.com. We've had Chris on back during all that fun of realignment time. Chris, thanks for your time. How red hot is Arizona State and Dillingham right now when it comes to recruiting? Yeah, they're keeping me very busy, put it that way. Um, ASU has more uh, transfer commitments than any other school in the country right now, uh, sitting second to behind Colorado in the transfer portal rankings overall. They're doing a very good job. I, I just think that the, one of their biggest areas of need is, is offensive line. Uh, probably could use two or three uh, transfers who could start right, right away. And they, they haven't uh, secured any of those guys as yet. Uh, but throughout the rest of the roster, uh, they're doing a very good job. Chris, is there a renewed sense of energy with Kenny Dillingham, an alum, a local in there, and now Ray Anderson uh, out the door as the AD as they move into the Big 12, even though that was not something that everybody wanted to do? But uh, is, it, is, there, is there more juice now than there was just six months ago? Very much so. Um, there has been a, a sort of... Uh, uh, coming out of the shadows, if you will. People are like kind of peeking around and, and they, they see that uh, the storm has passed and now they're, uh, the, the time is out and they're, they're, they're trying to see if that's going to last, basically. Um, there's a little bit of still sort of uh, concern about the damage that's been left behind and the ability to recover from all of this. But uh, there was a, a uh, prominent booster meeting a couple weeks ago that uh, Dillingham gave an impassioned speech at that helped the Sun Angel Collective uh, get commitments for more than, from more than a million dollars from just about a dozen people. Uh, and they have had a subsequent uh, a matching effort to, to drive in more donations. So I feel like something that was in really bad shape for quite a long time, some probably 30 or so months, uh, of the NCAA investigation period until uh, really just recently with Ray Anderson's decision to, to step down, things are now, I think, getting into a, a much healthier place. Chris, uh, the quarterback position, they just got Sam Levitt out of the transfer portal from Michigan State. Um, I know there's always something that seems like cryptic going on when it comes to Jaden Rashada or people talking about Jaden Rashada. Uh, had to use a lot of quarterbacks this past season. Um but what is kind of the state of that position and moving forward, what does the outlook uh, appear to be? Well, Ken Dillingham just needed to upgrade that room. Um, you can't worry too much about the feelings of someone who may or may not be ready to lead you 
to a, a successful 2024 season. And uh, I've talked to uh, Jake Rashad's father and people in the program, and uh, it was pretty clear uh, to that that everybody knew that ASU was going to go try to add uh, quality transfer quarterback. Um, and so getting Sam Levitt, he's a top 20 quarterback in the transfer portal. He was a four-star recruit out of high school, um, redshirted, so he's got four years of eligibility. He's going to come in and compete uh, to win the job, obviously. And Jaden Rashada, um, he had something that he posted to social media that was like a you know Kobe Bryant, Mamba mentality sort of a thing that I, what I took from that is, let's go. I'm ready to rise to the challenge. So gotcha. there's nothing that has led me to believe right now that Rashada is getting ready to bolt to the transfer portal. I think, I think everybody knows that your, your market value is best attained if you go in at the front end of the portal. Once a lot of these top schools start taking quarterbacks, um, then you have less opportunity from a, from a, to monetize that. So I don't think that was his mindset whatsoever after the exit interviews. Now, Let's see what happens if, you know, now that he knows that Sam Levitt is coming in. Let's see. Now that, let's see what happens with spring football. Uh, let's say that one, that Sam Levitt looks like he's ahead or something like that. Okay. Well, then you have another round of things that could happen. But, um, Drew Pine didn't work out. Jacob Conover came in from BYU. Not good enough. Trent Borgay had one touchdown pass or whatever it was in like six starts. Not good enough. So, Dillingham had to upgrade the quarterback position. Do you think the bowl decision at the beginning, I mean, like this was obviously, Chris, not a, a team that Kenny Dillingham's going to, you know, think about forever as one of his favorite years because of, of how it went wins and loss-wise, but do you think that the bowl decision, um, the suspension that they put on themselves, uh, popped a balloon before the season got started? Well, I, I do think that it deflated the balloon to a large degree. You have to keep in mind that the culture was in very bad shape that Billingham inherited. The prior staff had, they knew that they were all going to lose their jobs at some point in time, and they had stopped recruiting, and they didn't really have that, that discipline or intensity that you need. And, and so the, the leadership wasn't very good with the team. They've spent a lot of money trying to work on that and address it. You, you couple that with finding out that you're not going to be able to play in the postseason. Uh, and then how much that they had to rebuild their roster. And then the injuries that they had, which were quite uh, significant. More offensive injuries in the first month or so by September, sometime in September, than I had ever seen uh, covering the team. And you just put all that together. And there was just no way that they were going to be able to have uh, a winning season. Where was Cameron Scadabo in terms of uh, players you've enjoyed watching and covering over the years? I, I told everyone that this guy was going <laughs> to be one of their favorite players. I said it from the rooftop. He He's such a throwback. Um, in practices in August when he came in, he would – not go down whatsoever. And even if he got stopped, he would then continue running for 20, 30, 40 yards on every single rep. He is just, you know, he's built like a, like a fire hydrant and 
Uh, he's hard nosed, hard headed, blue collar. I mean, that that's the type of thing that you want to get more of those guys because it permeates everything that you're trying to do with the your roster and the culture. One of the, the players they have lost through the portal as far as weapons go is Jalen Conyer, uh, Conyers, a, a Texas guy. I remember watching him uh, back in high school. He's going to Texas Tech. Um, pretty good player, but for the Tech fans that listen to this show, what kind of a scouting report can you give them on, on what they're getting in Jalen Conyers? Really nice guy. Um, he's a good athlete, very good athlete for somebody who's 6'4", 270, but probably should lose 15 to 20 pounds to optimize his athleticism uh, because he, he really wants to be and prefers to be a space athlete, somebody who's running around. Uh, he, may, he has great ball skills. He elevates his level of play when the, the lights are on. So he's a, a, a prime time type of a player. I think that, um, you know, he's been working to become a more steady and reliable person on a day-to-day basis. Practice habits, uh, making sure that you're doing all the little things. I mean, he, he wasn't bad in those areas, but wasn't a leader. Wasn't like one of the guys that was setting the tone or the example, which is kind of what they had hoped and expected to get from him when he was coming back after the way he concluded the 2022 season when he had like 30 catches or something in the final five games, he had a three touchdown performance against Colorado. But just to be totally fair to him, um, ASU's offense, because of the quarterback and offensive line problem, in no way, shape, or form was able to take advantage of the talent that he possesses. And therefore, that, that sort of leads to maybe a, a disappointment that then carries on into some of the, the habits and, and affects the overall thing. So I think he, he, he he's introspective enough, and he was very honest that he uh, said, hey, I need to, to do a better job focus on, focusing on being more physical, being a blocker, being well-rounded as a tight end. I think that all of that is going to serve him well, and he probably has a good mindset going, going in there. Three hours from his hometown, uh, three-hour drive. So he's going to have a lot of support there. Yeah, Roy Melton, who's a Tech fan, was asking about whether or not he's a pretty good blocking tight end, but you feel like that's not going to be a problem? Well, he's made a lot of progress. Right. Uh, remember, you know, coming from small town, high school, played, played quarterback, space athlete. You know, he goes to Oklahoma. You know, they, they're not using anything in line. At the time, in the air raid, he comes to ASU, and so it was like a two-year process mm-hmm. of becoming a blocker. So he's not – that's not his strength, but he's made a lot of strides, and I think that as long as he's committed to it, he has the physical tools to be able to do it. Hey, great stuff, Chris, and we enjoyed what you gave us back during the spring, fall, or summer with all the crazy. Look forward to talking more ASU, the Sun Devils, and – uh, throughout the rest of the year and, uh, well, whatever's left of the rest of the year, but also the off season into next season. Thank you very much for your time. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.